0: Through 1986, I was five years old. I was about to say, the How I Base How Old Movies Are is Ask J.J. How Old He Was. <laughs> <laughs> As you should. Yeah, I was five. Five. J.J. was all at
1: Welcome to the What's Up, Erdick Podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is J.J. Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Mattson Heiner. Better red than dead. And Alec Burgess. Let's get it. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, for those listening, the aviators have come out on Alec's face, and I love every second of it. Uh, I'm not gonna be able to take you seriously. The whole rest of this <laughs> podcast. Excellent. Love it. All right. As always, we appreciate you guys help growing the podcast. Go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button. Tell a friend about us go check out our website. What's Probably some big changes coming there. We're a lot of big changes across the board. So keep that in mind, especially since this is the last episode of May. So yeah, look for some changes. We're going to be doing a lot of TV. Might not see movies every Monday, but you will have an episode every Monday, but we're going to do a lot of TV with all the TV stuff coming out and continue to do big movies. It'll be fun, but watch out for those changes. The question we always ask is if you ever find yourself wondering if you spend the time money or both on a movie, each week we put a movie on trial. To help with that question, each week we're going to put a movie on trial, discuss the facts, pass judgment, or let you know our verdict. Today, we are reviewing Top Gun. It was released May 16th, 1986. It was written by Jim Cash and Jack Epps. It was directed by Tony Scott. It stars Tom Cruise, Anthony Edwards, Kelly McGillis, Val Kilmer, Michael Ironside, and Tom Scarrett. Code Maverick, Pete Mitchell, and Impetuous. Daredevil Navy pilot Ace is accepted in the Top Gun Miramar's Elite Fighter School. But there, the impulsive young pilot, will have to compete with the best of the best, as well as his family name. I would normally give a spoiler review, like spoiler warning here, but if you haven't seen this, then stop <laughs> listening to our podcast because we can't be friends. No, I'm just kidding.
2: Keep listening, but <laughs> no, no, we cannot be friends. Yeah, this yeah. came out in 1986. This was yeah. before I was born. Shut if up. you have not seen this movie,
0: <laughs> they're probably Russian.
2: <laughs> if you <laughs> that's a good one I like that
1: yeah so I'm not gonna give that spoiler deal you just if you haven't seen it just listen because you are missing out yeah
2: when this movie first came out it was a VHS tape you should have seen this movie dude
1: when this movie came out movies didn't hit VHS for like a year and a half after they left wow. theaters like dude, 1986
0: I was five years old I was about to say the how I base how old movies are is ask JJ how old he was <laughs> <laughs> As you should, yeah. I was five. Five. JJ was all at five. <laughs> Pretty sure that this movie,
1: the first time I saw it, I was like seven or eight years old, and we were living in Ohio, and we had one of those big box TVs that like looked like someone built a mantle around your TV. Yeah, yeah. It was huge. We, we watched it on VHS, and I was young enough, like I was just at that cusp to Dumb where enough. like the, that too, where the sex scene happens, and like <laughs> my dad like puts his hand over my face, and I'm like, "Come on, Dad!"
0: <laughs> Jesus. Hey, they they really did use some liberal amount of tongue because most Hollywood scenes these days you don't you don't go for that because that's the intimate stuff. But it was
2: just straight lick right up the throat, bro. Uh, yeah, no. That's why uh, I've been covering my throat for days because Oshie's been trying to. <laughs> funny. Well, that's,
1: that's that. Like what they they made like a, the movie that made fun of this the satire of top gun that had two movies hot shots they did that and like there was a sex scene in hot shots like where the whole thing was them just like licking each other like crazy like disgustingly and i was like oh god it's so funny but (laughs) top gun was my jam dude like it was one of my favorite movies for my whole life pretty much i love top gun
0: all right so as we heard in blade what young JJ enjoyed about it versus what old JJ really feels about it. Now I have been waiting to hear the differentiation because having watched this with a, an objective eye with the newer movies, I have my opinions on it now. I, well, spoiler everyone still liked it. Let's not go that <laughs> far, but yeah. I really am curious to see JJ's more like objective hat and what you would say then and now.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, uh, there are some serious nostalgia glasses that come on with Top Gun. I won't lie about that. Like My view of this movie is very skewed to what it would be because there is a lot of nostalgia there. But I won't lie and say that this is like a cinematic Marvel. It, it's not. Now, I will say that I li- the things that I have a hard time with are very different than what I have a hard time with in Blade. Blade is Blade, but the the, the CGI was so bad. Mm-hmm. And the ending was just really weird and forced and didn't fit with the rest of the, the tempo and the the narrative of this, the movie with this one. There's a lot of shit that just doesn't make sense because at the time movies being longer weren't a good thing back then. Like mm. in the eighties, they didn't put up with two hour movies like or two and a half hour movies. Like you were lucky to get an hour and 45 minutes and people thought, That was too much time for a movie. So this one being an hour and 50 minutes was like the longest you could get without people going, this is bullshit back then. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of rushed things with this
0: movie. And they. Oh, you think like graduating top gun? (laughs) Like, oh, actually, you guys, you guys are going to fight. Yeah. Uh, you're the best we've got. Cause there's not like people from that passed that class six years ago, 10 years ago that are more experienced. Actually you're going. Yeah.
1: We got some Migs out there. We're going to send you right now. Like they're just most <laughs> recent graduates and not just, you know, one set of them, the, the whole fucking team. <laughs> yeah, And <laughs> one that,
0: that just had his partner die. It hasn't flown for two weeks and maybe a flight risk. No yeah. worries. Yeah, no, we're good.
1: But I think for me, the biggest letdown watching it and I've never, I don't want to say I've never, I've never noticed it to the extent that I did this time is the glossing over of Maverick's, I don't want to say childhood, but childhood trauma of his dad and like the family name. Like they mention it a dozen times in this movie. Like there's even the big long conversation with Tom Scarrett where he talks about how his dad didn't do it wrong and he, you know, he saved everybody, but it happened on the wrong side of the border. And so it was denied and he made mistakes. So it's like you get this explanation, but I want to know, I want to see more of the trauma and the reason that he does, they hint at it, but they don't actually lean into it. And I think this movie would be better now if they leaned into that. And I'm hoping that they lean into some more of some of that traumatic events that are happening with this new one. Because Mm -hmm. I I think the writing is what this movie suffers from, from a narrative perspective. The action's fantastic because they did everything. All the effects are actual planes and jets and they were in the cockpits. And, you know, the Air Force really supported them in these movies that all of these effects were great. There was nothing visually that I could complain about other than the grainy 80s version. Even No matter how much repurposing you do of HD, it still looks like an 80s movie. But like everything else, you know, it looks great. The soundtrack's bar none. I mean, yeah. it's one of the greatest soundtracks ever written, and <laughs> yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. So it's just it's great. But I think from a story perspective, everything's like pushed to the side so that the action and the flying and the crashes and the missiles and the Don't all that get the volleyball game. Oh yeah, like, the, come on, the very homoerotic volleyball game. <laughs> Which in the 80s was taboo, I guess. I don't know, JJ. You tell us. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, certainly different viewpoints of homosexuality back in the 80s. No question about that. And as an older man, like, I wish I could play volleyball and look like that. I can't even I watch watched this movie for the volleyball scene. Well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But especially Can like. Me? I would it? love to be that tan. <laughs> what's the t- <laughs> he Slider. You stink like, but when he's like, oh, just yelling and flexing and shit, I'm like, dude, I wish I had ever in my life been able to do that and be like, oh, look at the muscles! Like, yeah, they're all sweaty and hot and sexy. Yeah, get it? They're all over six God. feet, except for Tom Cruise.
2: Yeah, a little shorty. <laughs> A little five seven.
0: So I want to, I want to say something that for me, having watched this movie, and I've seen Top Gun a few times, I quite like this movie. I mean, having rewatched it, it's hard not to like. it. I mean, the yeah. music. One of the things I wanted to say, Val Kilmer is he an actor? Was he? Uh, why am I thinking he's saying like he was a like an R B artist for some reason? I'm probably, probably oh, who I, am I uh, thinking of oh, he's yeah, always been a That's yeah, the, yeah, yeah that's, that's what, like, I always no, but it's funny like ice, when I first watched. Baby. That's why. Like when I first what watched, watched it, this movie, I was like, like, oh, him. that's ice. Yeah, and then so he's not, which is good for me to remember. I really liked his character, and yeah. uh, he he wasn't in the movie quite often, but when he was in the movie, he's Really good, in my opinion. Who was not that good for me is Tom Cruise. Oh, I've yeah. seen him in so much more. Like, like, I thought he was pretty bad, to be honest. Like, his developed so much, and he was so young then, and he kind of grew into it later. Not up to Tom Cruise standards, in my opinion. Having seen him in like the new Mission Impossible movies, where he just kills it for me. Complete opposite, where he was stale, not very the emotional depth that I've expected from him and I've come to have seen just hasn't been there in Top Gun in this rendition. But this movie was kind of slow. I actually was talking to JJ outside of the podcast a little bit. That's the thing that I felt the most is when the action was on screen and those things are present, awesome, phenomenal. But it was the things in between getting to that action that at times felt drawn out that like him at the bar scene trying to figure it out after his friend dies and then ultimately figuring out, uh, talking to his whatever you call the the top gun instructor and going through that. I understood the purpose of it, but man, like that part, like it just kind of drugged on for me. And I felt it when I was watching. I was like, Ooh, like I was feeling that 150 or 150 hour and 50 minute runtime where if it was like an hour and 30, I think this movie would have been top notch even to this point. But I felt the weight of the length And some of the acting just wasn't where I would expect the star power to be. That was that was in that particular movie. But beyond that, I mean, this movie stacks up still today. It's a movie that I could turn on the music, the visuals. I think JJ's right. And it made me honestly think of a movie like Jurassic Park, where actual physical effects and there's an actual what's what's that? terminology called in movies <laughs> you're practical practical, yeah, practical. there we go you can't beat it and I, that's mm-hmm. one thing i am curious to see with this new top gun is is there going to be practical is it all going to be cgi planes which probably going to be cgi planes it's practical it they've been working it, with the so air so force it, again and yeah. i already know it then i already know what i'm going to go see this weekend is going to blow me away visually because i would notice a difference if it was because we have seen movies with planes that are they're just not it's not the same it's just not yep and I think that's what I like about this movie the most is those practical effects really just keep it real for me. Mm-hmm. And it feels believable and it feels what they're doing is risky. And I feel like I'm in the cockpit that stuff's going down. And that's what I really appreciate about this movie. While it wasn't the best written movie, the best acted movie, it felt real. and It felt like something that I was a part of. I'm with you. I think part of what caused what you're talking about with Tom
1: Cruise, because he wasn't. Even that Tom Cruise, you, you think about if you I don't know if you guys have seen him, but I'm sure Alec has because he has a thing for older movies, even though it's not that old. But like Risky Business, the football one that I cannot think of the name of, which is stupid. Where he Jerry you know, McGuire? No, where he was a running back in high school. Oh, I have um, not seen all the one. right moves. So like mm. you have all these movies and then like the rain, you have Rain Man, you have all these movies where he's younger and he's great. He's just as good then as he is now. But the difference is, is the, the writing, the dialogue in this movie. And I think what frustrated me at the, this time watching it, because I've never watched it as a, from a critical perspective. I've always watched it from a, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. And the focus of his story is all wrong. We're so focused on the love story. So here I go again. This is the J.J. edit, because I don't like Kelly McGillis either. That much. And I don't love the love story between the two of them. It didn't work for me. It never has ever. It's always just awkward and weird and doesn't make sense. I liked the bar scene where he tries, but I don't think that it should have progressed beyond. He made a mistake of trying, realized she was a civilian instructor, and then they just become friends, you know, and they work together in that fashion. I just don't like the love story past the failed attempt at the bar. It just doesn't work for me. And I think if they could have gotten rid of that, and as opposed to having every time they're on screen together, it being about them flirting and being sweaty in an elevator together, it was just weird as shit. Instead of that, have it be about Tom Cruise's dad, because what people don't realize and what I didn't realize even until watching this is that beside the fact that goose dies two O's and goose fellas, besides the fact that goose dies, and it's his best friend, that emotional hit is there. But it also immediately ties into the fact that the reason he can't get over it is because it, he has become in his mind, his dad, he messed up. He did something wrong, but you don't get that tie in immediately. You have to have it force fed to you on a platter by the commander at the end going, your dad didn't mess up. And then he goes, Oh, okay. I can graduate because I wasn't in the wrong and I didn't mess up because my dad didn't. So I'm not following in that family. So I, I just wish that they would have written it more about Maverick has an issue and he's stupid and does bad things, does makes bad decisions because he needs to be successful at all times. And they get there at the end. But there's a whole middle section that you're talking about, that's in that when they're not in a plane or it's not Val Kilmer in a towel,
2: it doesn't work for me. Yeah, but it wouldn't be a cheesy 80s movie without the love story, JJ. That's fair. They would have been way too far ahead of their time if they cut that out. Also,
1: that's fair. a necessity. You're not wrong. The movie wouldn't <laughs> have been as successful if it didn't have that weird
2: ass love story romance in it. Yeah, I think for me, it was the fact that, you know, Maverick's supposed to be kind of this aloof devil may care attitude. And we see a little bit about of that problem is, is that he's sharing the screen with Val Kilmer who does it so much better. And so Maverick almost appears to be like this petulant child when compared to Iceman. And it's just like, I'll fly with Val Kilmer all day. Absolutely. He got that cocky smile and he's got the devil may care attitude, but he does it by the rules. And so even though Maverick's kind of supposed to be the cool edgy outlier, if feels just wrong yeah Uh, so I think that contributes a little bit for me anyway to Tom Cruise just kind of not really being Tom Cruise like he is in the other movies yeah I will say
1: that Val Kilmer had a moment though where I was like uh and that was after Goose dies when they're in the locker room and he's like crying I guess or trying not to cry like it's so painful to watch that scene but I actually like usually try to find something else to do to distract me because that scene is so bad and that one's from Val Kilmer like it's just like the whole, like the deep breaths he takes and like the I'm like oh that's terrible but other than that Val Kilmer is killer in this movie like love it got a story for you talking about Val Kilmer so when I lived in Arizona I also would spend a lot of time in, uh, oh gosh, why can't I think? What's the, it's on the other side of the canyon there. And it's uh, where all the big rocks are, the rock formations and the crystal crunchers. We (laughs) all live there. It's like hippie town, man. Why can I not think of the name of this city in Arizona? Anyway, we were out there quite a bit in this town. It'll come to me as I'm telling this story. And one of the guys we would spend a lot of time with there was a personal trainer to the stars in the early two thousands. And then the, like the late nineties and whatnot, he, he did a lot of personal training. So we would go over to their house for dinner. The rest of us would be, eating. his wife was Samoan and she would feed us like piles of food. And I was like, this is the greatest thing that ever has ever happened to me. Cause we would eat there like three times a week. Cause he was, they were the coolest. So she would feed us just food and tons of food. And he'd be over there eating like a, eight ounce sirloin. And that was it. Like plain with salt and pepper. I'm like, dude, you poor bastard. But he was ripped like great shape. So he did a lot of work with a lot of stars, but he was Val Kilmer's guy in the late eighties, early nineties and the early aughts. So he would talk about Val Kilmer walking to his house. He's got this like wall with like all the stars and he's got like pictures of him and Val Kilmer all over the place. And he used to tell this story. Now, look, this is coming from a third party. I don't know how much truth it is, but he would say that Val Kilmer hated Top Gun. (laughs) And I don't know, like, again, I'm sure, I mean, it made Val Kilmer, so he can't hate it that much. But, like, he always used to tell this guy, this guy used to say that he would tell, like, Val Kilmer would say this was his least favorite movie. He didn't like acting with Tom Cruise. Like, it was just, like, this, it was really funny to listen to the stories. But it was really cool. I won't lie, it was really cool to go to this guy's house and see him in this picture with, val kilmer in the flight suit from top gun and i was like oh shit that's dope so it was really cool to hear his stories but apparently val kilmer's favorite movie to make at the time now this was 2001 was uh the red planet at that time which is also an interesting strange movie but sedona arizona that's where this guy lived and He's a huge house in the middle of sedona
0: arizona which is Beautiful place. On the other me- movie, I remember Val Kilmer and his Doc Holiday um, mm. when he played Doc Holiday in yeah. Tombstone. I'm your Huckleberry.
1: I love Val Kilmer. I yeah, it should be interesting to see if it's just a picture in this new movie or if he's actually going to be something other than a picture.
0: I know he's got some yeah, he's serious pretty- health issues. So yeah, I was going to say he's got some health stuff, and he's what he's born in '59, so he's he's getting up there. He's like early '60s.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, he and Tom
0: Cruise are both—they're not spring chickens. <laughs> yeah, well, one looks one looks super young, the other looks like they've been through a meat grinder.
1: Wow, well, yeah, yeah, the he- the health issues definitely didn't help him, but yeah, Tom Cruise—I mean, Tom Cruise is sixty-two, so he's
2: what sixty years old now. It's crazy to think about it now. So I have a question. Okay. And this comes from watching films now from a more critical eye, because I have to talk about them on a a super fancy podcast. Should have ruined (laughs) you. Yeah. But what did Merlin do wrong? That's what I want to know, because he was partnered with Cougar at the beginning and Cougar had his (laughs) like breakdown. And so poor Merlin's back there thinking he's going to die. And then Maverick when he comes back after losing his partner they pair him up with Merlin like what did this poor bastard do to piss off the guy in charge because then Tom Cruise has the same thing that Cougar went through where he freezes and I just felt I was like what did Merlin do I mean he he was showed up to work he did his job and apparently that wasn't good enough because he was just the guinea pig or the most expendable pilot they had (laughs) like like, poor dude, man. Yeah, he wasn't even the
1: most expendable pilot. He was the most expendable Rio. <laughs> like, he's just
2: like, yeah, here you go, man. <laughs> I guess he just... Uh, are they just trying to get him to quit? You know, is, maybe. This is, is the Air Force's version of, you know, managing somebody out? Just pairing with everybody who's going through tough times? I guess. I mean, it's Tim <laughs> Robbins, so... So that's that was, like that's what i thought about when i was watching i was like poor merlin man that yeah. guy didn't do anything
0: i think and... the concept of real those are funny i guess i mean their real stands for a radio incept officer didn't mm-hmm. know that till i looked it up and i just feel bad for them because they're just like wannabe pilots and they in top gun they're effectively just dudes that look back and forth as planes fly by back whoa where are they? Yeah.
1: It's, over, it's over there. Six o'clock. Six o'clock. Well, and it's so funny too, because like they wouldn't actually be doing like that window swinging thing that much. Like they might do it, right? But they won't do it that way because their whole job is to read the radar. So if they're not yeah. looking at the radar, they're not doing their jobs correctly. And another funny story about Merlin, since we went there, and Rios, so pilots and people in the jets can't be any taller than six foot four. Like that's their maximum height is 77 inches because they won't fit any other way. Tim Robbins is six foot five, almost six foot six. So he actually wouldn't be able to fly in a fighter. That's what it was.
2: He was too tall. He got in on technicality. (laughs) And so they stuck him with everybody hoping to get him out. Yep. That's pretty much it. That is pretty much it.
0: I want to read this post that from Cora that I just looked up. Stu Anderson Uh, old gentleman out there. I want to give you some props because this is a great paragraph right here. So he's answering the question. What does a Rio do in a fighter jet now let me read this ladies and gentlemen this is a solid paragraph right here in the navy a rio basically controls everything except fly the airplane although some air force pilots aircraft have flight controls fore and aft he the rio runs the radar and assorted avionic weapon systems watches for bad guys reads the checklist watches out for bad guys keeps track of where we are tries to keep the pilot comp and watches out for bad guys and collects when everything is going to hell and watches for any bad guys in the Navy. I understand as I understand, they also feeds the pilot little in quotations, sugar calls, like, looking good there, Ace. I think you're about to get us down to where our beds are, Ace. When I'm, and <laughs> sorry, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> when Mr. I'm cool because I'm a pilot is trying to wrestle the aircraft back to the, the flight deck, pitching and rolling and such with the ship on a dark and stormy night during blue water ops. Mm-hmm. These Rios are also known as uh, Jib, guy in black, or in some circles as Goose, guy operating other seat equipment. Great great paragraph Stu anderson out there in the internet way yeah, to go that was a great paragraph
1: i love it that so that's where goose got his name yeah i was gonna say apparently that's where goose got that's his name pro-
0: honestly that probably is why he was named goose it was a joke yeah the which it was kind of a joke in and of itself him being as he makes fun of himself in this movie but
1: dude he's my favorite character you know it's funny because when I was a kid and I watched this movie, you know, not before I was a teenager and then early teenager, like I wanted to be Goose more than I wanted to be Maverick. Because mm-hmm. Goose was just funny as balls and he was married to Meg Ryan. So how do you go wrong? Wave to the birdie. <laughs> and I did, like, Yeah, seriously, some of the quotes in this movie are just like, yeah, I love it. He's like, we, we, oh, I'm sorry, we, <laughs> it's just but he's like later on he's like, we were. And he's like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we we're flipping in the oh, I'm sorry, I hate it when it does that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, can, should I should I read another good paragraph about just dude? There's people roasting these guys and the, these Rios in the back seat. So this there's another. This is a, a comical answer, but this person says the rear seat is used by the entertainment officer. It's his job to make sure the pilot still looks great for the next photo opportunity. He also operates the microwave, passing the coffee and donuts forward to the alpha, aka the pilot, the main man. He's also supposed to deal with the electronics, as the front seater will be too busy admiring himself in the mirror and dreaming up cool <laughs> stories in the bar to tell later about how he saved the world the mission the plane the 20 girl guides a puppy etc but he still managed to look great in his leather flight jacket that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> the internet you win today good job boy, I'm absolutely telling you. it usually
1: does yeah i will say that the quotability of top gun is pretty high up there too like casey and i still to this day use somebody will ask each other a question. We're like negative ghost rider. <laughs> the pattern is full. Like that's like one of our, I say it all the time.
0: It's funny because I always forget the second part of that phrase. Cause I do say negative ghost rider, mm-hmm. but I always forget the second part. And I never remember. I attribute it to Top Gun, but yeah. that's where it comes from. Yep.
1: Yeah. And Casey always laughs Cause she forgets the, the pattern is full all the time too. Like I'll ask and she'd be like negative ghost rider. And I'll kind of, sit there and look at her all expectantly like look if you're gonna quote it finish the fucker okay you can't, you can't leave half of it off the pattern's full that's why it's a negative bitch
0: <laughs> just doesn't it. come as naturally a second part but like I have a need oh, yeah. for speed that's easy need for speed
1: that one I love my favorite line in that whole in the seriously in the whole movie is in the bar when she's like <laughs> they're setting the terms of the bet and <laughs> he's like you must have carnal knowledge on the premises with a woman this time. And when he looks at it, he goes, Goose, you see right there, 12 o'clock. That law, she's lost that love and feeling. And he's like, No, no, she no. hasn't, Maverick. And he's like, Oh no, she has. Then he leaves. I hate it when she does that. Like, that's like <laughs> that line where he gets all pissed and just I hate it when she does that is my favorite line in this whole movie. Just because it it makes me laugh. Every single time I watch, I've probably watched this movie 500 times and I still
2: laugh just what? as hard. Oh yeah. No, you have not watched he it. It has 10 more times. years than us to have watched
0: it. Matson. Yeah. No way. You've watched it 500 times. No way. You've watched it 75 times. Guarantee it,
1: dude. I wore out a DVD and that's after I wore out three VHS's when I was a child. How does one watch a movie that much? Dude, it was on all the time. Like, all the time in my house. What
0: are you like an eternal seven year old that's watching like blues clues? Well that's probably Well, I mean, I mean I'm probably talking like about over five. the
1: course of I think like I said, I think it was seven or eight the first time I watched it. And from the first time I watched it, like my dad used to get pissed because I would come home and be like, Top Gun. And we put Top Gun in. And I'd Top sit down and
0: watch Gun it. dad, put it up pretty much, come
1: on, dad, pretty much. And then like all my friends would be like, well we haven't seen Top Gun. Well fuck that, let's go. And we'd watch Top Gun <laughs> in my house in my big cabinet TV and then we'd and then as an adult, like, they gonna be like, what do we want to watch? I don't know. There's nothing on. Fuck it. Top Gun.
0: Yeah. I wore out I a that, DVD. I've, I think the movie, what movie have I even watched over 10 times? I don't I even think there is a movie for me that I've watched more than 10 times. I mean, it is me you're talking about. I know, but I watch God God knows times a week. (laughs) Alec said he watches Casablanca like once every three weeks. I'm sorry for his retinas over there. Like help the (laughs) man. We live in color. It's like
1: the greatest movie ever.
0: It's actually easier on the retinas than the other movies nowadays. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. whatever. Like, like, man, I love Braveheart more than anyone probably on this earth or the Patriot. But I think I've only seen those collectively together probably like 12, 13 times yeah i watched the patriot like
2: 10 times in a month because in college we only had one movie and it was the patriot i'm sorry when no, did you first go to college in? like it was in, when we first you moved go to in. College in like iran or something no like, we just hadn't gone to walmart to buy any more movies yet
0: yeah. so we watched the patriot jay freaking alex out there and like the I'm, middle I'm of I'm the really desert <laughs> Going yeah, i'm really
2: simple um, i don't need much i love it i, I just couldn't TV, have, movie
1: i watch it all the time i'd have watched anything other i'm not a big fan of the patriot so
0: don't hate uh, don't hate on that way this is, podcast won't be hijacked i promise our listeners no, no. but one day i'll defend that movie's honor you son of a bitch guys dude i you you might want to think about making us watch that
1: movie i will not be nice to it uh but there's a
0: lot in that movie that doesn't make sense but i love it still yeah it's it's rough yeah i love top
1: gun i like i said i watched it i'm serious like i could probably sit down and quote three quarters of the movie in order there's little lines and shit i wouldn't get but like i could probably get you through the majority of the movie word for word like it's when they pull up when he goes to save Merlin and and what's his face? They when he pulls up and he's like, he pulls up he's like, hey guys, you seen it? you seen an F sixteen around here? And he's just like, what's his name? He's just he's just looking all frantic and freaking sweating his balls off. And Hollywood's like, or, uh, Merlin's like, uh, he's losing it, man. <laughs> yeah, I love that part. But that's probably the first line-ish that I know and then it just goes from there because then it's like go back to the commander and the bald commander on the the captain of the ship Mm -hmm. and he's like because I got a problem (laughs) Cougar and Mervyn were number one you know you were number two Cougar's out now you're number one I gotta send you to Miramar (laughs) he's just like pissed you're gonna get your wish (laughs) yeah well and I'm like in my head every time I watch it I'm like there's gotta be Somebody else from another freaking carrier, like
2: you <laughs> cannot literally anybody yeah. else
1: cannot be the only pilot and Rio group that's worthy. Well, if to you go. were doing
0: like. What did it what call those? Like, this is how it really is. There's something you, you cartoonified Top Gun. You'd have Matt, like every, all the other fighter pilots, like, following the objective, doing the army shiz. And then you've got like Maverick just, they'd like pan out to some little cartoon, <laughs> like loopy loop plays, like, it's like, yeah, get the bad guys. I'm inverted. Look at this. He's yeah. like, yeah. That's exactly what Maverick would come across like.
1: Oh, for sure. Not to mention, like the amount of like insubordination that Maverick has yeah. on his record at this point, like he would not be in the Navy still. Like this dude would have been no. court-martialed and booted a long dude, time. Dude, he around. would. Have,
0: the first time he got coffee on the the flight director or whatever up in the tower, they'd be like, "Send this dude home."
1: One of your flyboys buzzed my tower. I want some butts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love it great line for all you coffee drinkers out there i hope that you protect your coffee you just never know when you're gonna get buzz negative ghost rider the pattern is full (laughs) all
1: right with that let's rate this son of a bitch alec why don't you kick us off buddy
2: happy to jj so i really like this movie i think one of the most enjoyable parts for me is the interaction between goose and maverick especially when they're in trouble I got a guy I work with where we do the same exact thing. We'll be like, not exactly getting yelled at, but kind of, you know, on the hot seat, be like, hey, did you really say that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, where it's like just the back and forth banter. So I relate to this like immensely. And it's super fun, really fun movie. I could watch it and not really pay attention to it, but still enjoy the entire thing. And so for entertainment and everything, easily to you know you can easily rewatch this a ton of times and not get bored i'm gonna go with a four nice all right madsen
0: all right ladies and gentlemen this is the review you've been waiting for (laughs) uh i'm gonna give it a people gonna hate me for this probably three and a half (sighs) boom we'll give it a three and a half it's it's slow Not the best acted movie, certainly not the best written movie, but man, throw it all out the window. Are you going to watch it anyways and keep watching it? I mean, absolutely. And that's the score I would give if we're putting on par with other movies and where we're going to rate it. I don't feel bad about it, but... Is it a three and a half that I feel confident that I'll enjoy watching again with other people and I know they'll like it too? Yes, where there's a lot of three and a halves out there that it's a one-time watch and you just kind of move on. You're like, I watched it. Wasn't bad, wasn't great. Not going to turn back to it. Top Gun's just got that it feeling and it carries that nostalgic feeling that you just can't scrub off. Even me that I didn't even see it till many years later that it came up. But it just something about real planes, danger, Army, or sorry, Navy. My apologies. Let's not start a rivalry there. Insubordination, good-looking people on screen, volleyball, music. I was going to say, don't forget it Kenny Loggins. T- one-liners. Put it together and what do you get? Top Gun. Not the best movie out there, certainly not the worst, but an enjoyable movie nonetheless. Definitely.
1: Though, so, are you even an American? Jesus, three and a <laughs> half, this guy. No, I, look... If I'm rating it from JJ perspective only, I'd give this thing a five. But rating it from a movie perspective, there are issues with the movie. I recognize that. I always have, no matter how much I love it. There's, It's not the perfect movie. I'm going to give it a four with Alec. I think there's a lot of things that are so right with it that it just it's you can overlook. I've never watched a movie, even to this day, that I can overlook the problems as much as I can with Top Gun. That might be from the fact that it's just been one of my favorites from the time I was a kid. It might just be that there's just so much that's enjoyable no matter how weird and ridiculous and goofy this movie is at times. It's just fun. And you and obviously, like I said, I've watched it a lot. And I like if you were to give me the choice to say, hey, we're gonna watch Top Gun, I'd be like, hell yeah, let's go. Like, There's never a moment that I would be like, nah, I'm good. I don't wanna watch Top Gun. Like, I will always watch it every time, no questions asked. And I can't think of many other, if any, other movies that I feel that way about. So this is one of those. But I'm going to give it a four realistic score for me. Man, it's just so much fun. That's It's entertainment in one of its purest forms to me. So even regardless of the things that I don't love about it. But, yep, Top Gun. Cannot wait for Maverick. Top Gun, Maverick, Friday. Going to go watch that thing and just enjoy the shit out of it. I know I'm going to like it. And I'm excited because I've heard great things about the story and the acting and it's more up to par from what some of the things that I would have loved to seen in the first one, but it just feels so good to see Tom Cruise in a flight suit with some freaking Raptors in the background and some, Oh, I just cannot wait. So yeah, looking forward
2: to it. All right. Mattson's in the danger zone. <laughs> That's
1: another thing that I wore out is the soundtrack. I had the, and shut up, Alec. I had the cassette tape.
0: <laughs>
1: Before CDs were a thing. Because I, I know. You're I, about to say A-track. No. <laughs> Oh, I might've had the eight track. So we, we, my dad, I used to like, my dad had like a 76 Camaro when I was a little kid and it had an eight, it didn't have a tape deck. It had an eight track player. So we had eight tracks, but I don't think we had Top Gun soundtrack. I think by the time 86 hit, I think cassettes were out and about, but I did have, I had to buy that cassette like three times because I wore that bitch out Berlin and Kenny Loggins. And it's just great music. Great music. All right, well, there it is, Top Gun. We'll probably be doing a lot more movies and things like this like this to where we're not just doing new movies. So keep that in mind. Yeah, hit us with the What do you want us to watch, peeps? Let's hear it. Seriously, we're not, there are very few movies now that we're kind of moving in some different directions that we're 100% tied to moving forward. We're going to do the big releases and and things like that. But, and you can watch our website for that. But let us know, man, hit us up on our website. Alec used to do it all the time. Leave us a comment on our website. Tell us what you want us to watch. Send us an email. Host at whatsappartic.com. We haven't told you that one in a while, so tell us what you want us to know. Mattson here is going to tell you where else you can tell us where to watch movies
0: dude if you really want to go where it's at your boy in the aviators over here rocking the tiktok thread (laughs) like no one's business you want some good dating advice or maybe not good dating advice your date's going that bad then turn to alec the man himself but tiktok thread is off the chain that's really where you're going to find and be able to interact us with us on a daily perspective instagram facebook are just kind of building awareness around what's coming some of our audio threads tiktok is where the magic's really happening so come chime in to alec with his movie trivia just so of the, the fun facts. So if you want to hear JJ and I get roasted, it happens. Uh, Will continue to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm funny, guys. I'm like super funny. My mom <laughs> tells me every day. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh at him making fun of me all the time. I <laughs> shit. So, if you want him, you want him to talk about topics or have more ammunition to make fun of us. We'll give him more content about ourselves or even himself. If you want to see his hair down? Check out TikTok. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. He's combing it quite often for the ladies. Or whoever. Just to show uh, off. I don't you care. also see a tiger on there. So I mean, check us out. We we appreciate it. Hit that follow, like, or subscribe button wherever you're, or you're checking us out. And obviously, come listen to wherever good podcasts are found. We love doing this. We are excited for TV. And for those of you listening to this on Monday, yes, we have finally started watching Obi-Wan. Check it out, peeps, because it's dropping like it's hot. Yep can't wait. Oh, I'm excited. JJ staying up till 1 a.m. on Thursday just Boy, to watch it. Here's, people.
1: here's the kicker. It starts at 1 a.m. So I'm going to, there's two <laughs> episodes coming out. So I'm going to be up till at least 3 a.m. Because I will not go to bed before I watch it. Stupid. This. But oh, you know yes. what JJ and
0: I are doing? Probably out. We are excited. I can't even tell you how excited As I am. JJ would say, I'm tickled.
1: Oh, I am tickled. I can't wait. Actually, tickled <laughs> is an understatement for what I am with this one. Uh, but I won't go there. Yeah, check out Alec on uh, his hair. I'm jealous. There's a reason I wear a hat on every episode we record. (laughs) That's because I don't have that much hair except on my face. But, yeah, thanks, Madsen, for telling everyone where they can find us. Thanks, Alec, for all the goofy shit you do on TikTok, even though most of it make fun of me or Madsen or yourself. It's very, self- I myself once it's very self-deprecating Just and down. i love it and i really need to get you that video of me sitting down in my recording spot because yours is I fucking do hilarious. That too. like i watch <laughs> dunk, 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 <laughs> like i laugh at that shit on a daily basis at this point because that made me giggle um so yeah there it is thanks for tuning in we appreciate you we'll catch you on the next one Whoa! bye cinemagic out